السلام عليكم ورحمه الله وبركاته الحمد لله الحمد لله وحده والصلاه والسلام على من لا نبي بعده اما بعد فقد قال الله تبارك وتعالى في القران المجيد والفرقان الحميد بعد اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ولا تقتلوا اولادكم خشيه املاق نحن نرزقكم واياهم ان قتلهم كان خطا كبيرا صدق الله العظيم وقال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم ارتحلت الدنيا مدبرا والاخره مقبلا ولكل واحد منهما بنون فكونوا من ابناء الاخره ولا تكونوا من ابناء الدنيا وكما قال عليه الصلاه والسلام Alhamdulillah my dear respected brothers and elders we find ourselves at that time of the gregorian calendar where people will be making different types of resolutions different types of intentions they will renew the aspirations their goals not only for themselves for the children as well and in some cases not just for the children but for the progenies that not have not as yet been born they call it generational wealth wherein the investments i make must not only benefit my children not only my grandchildren but still children that are still to be born generations to come it must run for the uh, run and it must sustain them as well with regards to the passage of time with regards to the turn of the new year with especially with regards to the gregorian year we as muslims do not pay much attention towards the gregorian calendar but we will continuously pay attention towards the passage of time to ignore time in itself is detrimental to a human being to a detrimental to a person's iman allah subhanahu wa ta'ala takes a qasam in time wal asr and why does allah subhanahu wa ta'ala take a qasam in time not because allah subhanahu wa ta'ala needs us to believe him so allah subhanahu wa ta'ala takes a qasam allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will never lie When Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala takes a qasam in the Quran al-Karim it is to draw our attention to the importance of what Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to take a qasam upon So when Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala takes a qasam in time Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala is drawing our attention to something that is very important and that is that when with every second that passes innal insana la fi khusr we are at a loss insan is at a loss with regards to the passage of time illa alladhina amanu wa amilu salihat wa tawasaw bil haqq wa tawasaw bis sabr these ayat in itself is a lengthy discussion on its own that only if a person has iman and he follows up this iman with good actions it is only then that a person is not at a loss with regards to his time So alhamdulillah we are reciters of the kalima la ilaha illallah muhammadur rasulullah we have iman and rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam also brings our attention to the fact that we are constantly on a journey 
that the clock is constantly ticking. That we are constantly on a journey. What kind of a journey? That we are leaving one, one, one position or one abode behind. And we are on our road towards another destination. We are leaving one location behind. And we are constantly on our way to another location. We are leaving the dunya behind. And not only are we going towards the akhirat, the akhirat is coming towards us. There is a difference on a journey. When you are going towards a stationary destination. And one that is moving towards you. When you are driving on the road, you are going to, for example, Johannesburg, you are driving. The, the, the speed at which you will reach Johannesburg will be dependent on the speed that you are driving. On the other hand, the vehicles that have left coming towards Durban, whether you are moving or not, it is still coming towards you. And you are going towards it, that is double the speed. The distance will be covered in half the time. But with regards to the Akhirat, not just the Akhirat, but the day of Qiyamah, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has mentioned, Ana was sa'atika hatayn. And Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam made an indication with his two fingers that when it comes to the year after, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, who has already 1400 years have passed since the departure of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam from this world. So the departure of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and the hereafter are like this. And Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam made an indication with his middle and index finger. So that is how close we are to our destination. And we are constantly headed towards it. Likewise, with equal speed, it is constantly headed towards us. And the dunya is being left behind us. And Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned that both the dunya and the akhirat they have children, they have sons of that location. The dunya will have its sons, meaning those that are subservient to it, those that are dependent on it. And the akhirat also will have those that are dependent on it. And Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam gives the command, that be from amongst the children of the akhirat, children of the hereafter. Do not be from amongst the children of the dunya. Because the dunya is temporary. And not only is it temporary, but whatever is written for you in this dunya, it will come to you. With regards to the Akhirat, If you look at the various ayat of the Qur'an Kareem, and the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, with regards to dunya, dunya, whatever is written for you, will come to you. It is not dependent on your intellectual capabilities, or your physical capabilities. But what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has written for you, will come to you. Yes, you will make an effort, to seek halal sustenance, is a faraiz after all the faraiz of deen. But when it comes to the choice between dunya and akhirat, we have to place more importance on akhirat 
in comparison to dunya. فَكُونُوا مِنْ أَبْنَاءِ الْآخِرَةِ وَلَا تَكُونُوا مِنْ أَبْنَاءِ الدُّنْيَا And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the Qur'an al-Kareem constantly speaks about the choice between giving preference to the dunya or the akhirah. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, بَلْ تُؤْثِرُونَ الْحَيَاةَ الدُّنْيَا وَالْآخِرَةُ خَيْرُ وَأَبْقَى That you are giving preference to the life of this world over the year after. Whilst the akhirah is everlasting and it is better. Not only are we giving preference to the akhirat, but at times we are compromising deen in pursuit of dunya. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions in the Quran, وَلَا تَقْتُلُوا أَوْلَادَكُمْ خَشْلَةَ إِمْلَاقِ That do not kill your children, do not kill your sons out of fear of poverty. So the Mufassirin have gone into detail. Some have taken the literal meaning that a person, he gets a child and out of fear of being unable to provide for the child, he physically goes out and, goes out and kills him. But other, that is the literal meaning, the literal understanding from the ayah. But other mufassirin, like in Ma'ariful Quran, it is mentioned that what is meant by killing the child, not a physical killing, but killing of his deen. In pursuit of dunya, that you 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 give preference to secular worldly education over the education that will benefit him in the hereafter. And Allah Subhanahu wa Taala further explains after that. نَحْنُ نَرْزُقُكُمْ وَإِيَّاهُمْ that when it comes to sustenance, you are giving preference, your worry and concern is the life of this world. But sustenance, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will provide for you and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will provide for him. Many people will bear testimony to the fact that the more children Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala provides them, each child come with, comes with his own sustenance. And the sustenance of all the children joined together will create more barakah. You will not understand that where that sustenance will come from. So do not kill them off physically and spiritually as well. Give them that education that will benefit not only themselves, but will benefit you. People will make New Year's resolutions like I mentioned. Uh, they say that now I have not been able to accomplish what I did last year. But now this year I am going to set out to accomplish what I want. With regards to the journey that we are on, with regards to the dunya leaving us behind, or us leaving the dunya behind, with regards to that akhirat coming towards us, there is no opportunity. Once that reality becomes aynul yaqeen, where we are seeing it in front of you, the people will say, Rabbi rji'oon la'alli a'malu salihan fima tarakt. That oh Allah send me back, so that I may do even one good deed. كَلَّا إِنَّهَا كَلِمَةٌ هُوَ قَائِلُهَا Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, it's just lip service, you are just saying, these are words that you are just saying. A person will want to come back to the, even when he sees the benefit of one subhanallah. And Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in a hadith has mentioned, that إِذَا مَاتَ الْإِنسَانِ إِنْقَطَعْ عَمَلُهُ إِلَّا مِنْ ثَلَاثِ That when a person passes away, then his actions all are brought to an end. His salah will now be brought to an end. His zakah will now be brought to an end. Whatever tasbih the person was making is now will be now brought to an end. 
whatever tilawat of Quran, whatever fasting a person was involved in, he will be unable to continue with those actions. And one of those actions that a person will still continue with after he passes away is that waladun salihun yadu'ula that he leaves behind a child who will make dua for him. And my dear brothers, this is what is wealth. And this is what we should place an effort with regards to. When you, if you want to vie with one another, if you want to compete with one another, do not compete with regards to material wealth. In fact, material wealth, competing with regards to it, as we find out more now, more so than ever, it is detrimental to a person's physical well-being as well, and detrimental to a person's iman. That when you are competing with one another with regards to physical wealth, then you come into the public eye, and we know what is happening to those people, to, 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 to a lot of people who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed with wealth. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala saved every one of us. Kidnappings are becoming rife. One instance, they mentioned that even for 5,000 rand, they had kidnapped a person, held him ransom, and freed him for 5,000 rand. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala keep us all safe. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala keep us safe from the fitna of those who have evil intentions. But competing should be with regards to deen. That how much can we send forward for ourselves in the akhirat? Now we find, alhamdulillah, that there are many South Africans as well that have now gone for umrah. Myself, inshallah, will be leaving tomorrow as well. If I say anything wrong, please make me maaf before I go, inshallah. But we find that the first hijrat to Makkah Mukarrama by Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam. What was that worry and concern of the hijrat, that fikr, that worry and concern of Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam? وَجَاهِدُوا فِي اللَّهِ حَقَّ جِهَادِ هُوَ جَتَبَاكُمْ وَمَا جَعَلَ عَلَيْكُمْ فِي الدِّينِ مِنْ حَرَجْ مِلَّةَ أَبِيكُمْ إِبْرَانِيمِ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala calls Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam our forefather in the Qur'an al-Kareem. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us, وَجَاهِدُوا فِي اللَّهِ حَقَّ جِهَادِ That strive, make jihad in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as you ought to make jihad. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has selected us for this deen. And this jihad striving in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the forefather of your, is, is, the, is the creed of your forefather Ibrahim alayhi salatu wa salam. A lot of people ask the question that when the ulama speak about the word jihad, a lot of times we mean it to go out in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, go in tabliq, da'wat and tabliq. As well as, we utilize it in different forms. How is it that it is utilized in different forms and not physical jihad, carrying the sword and going out to the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala only? It is understood from this ayah that what was the jihad of Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam that we find in the various places of the Quran al-Kareem. Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam, the first jihad that he made was to go to Makkah Mukarramah. And he left his wife and his child. That is what what is mujahada. That is what is sacrifice. That is what is qurbani. But what does he do? What was the Korean concern? Ibrahim. Muslimin. He had given us the name Muslims. We are Muslims because Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam has made us Muslims. 
And this that we are following is the deen, the creed of Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam as well. With certain exceptions, with certain differences, we have to accept also that Rasulullah the Messenger. That we cannot follow all other religions in, in conjunction with the deen of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. But there is not much of a difference between the deen that we are following and the deen that Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam is following. Nevertheless, Nevertheless, what was the worry and concern of Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam? Rabbana inni askantu min durriyati biwaagil ghayridi zar'in inda baytika al-muharram. We are following similar sacrifices today. That we are taking our children and we are dropping them off constantly. But what is our worry and concern? The concern of dunya. Not to say again that we should not have that concern of, of, of seeking worldly wealth. But seeking akhirat, seeking the hereafter, seeking the success in the hereafter, that should take preference over, over, over dunya. Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam, he got up and he left his wife and his children in a, in a land without a single blade of grass, without a single shrubbery, without a single drop of water. Not even the vultures used to pass by that area because there was nothing that would die for them to consume. So forsaken that land was. So what was his objective of leaving his son and his wife there? His entire family, that son that he cried to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for so many years to, to bestow to him. Rabbana liyuqimus salah. Rabbana liyuqimus salah. That, oh Allah, I have made this sacrifice, this qurbani, I have left them in these lands. Why? So that they may establish salah. That they may establish deen. Unfortunately, let alone inculcating within our children the importance of salah, making that sacrifice for our children's salah. What about our salah? That in itself, if you are giving preference to our jobs over salah, if you are giving preference to our beds over salah, if you are giving our pre- a preference to our social activities over salah, my dear brothers, we are giving preference to the life of this world over the year. We are becoming in abna in dunya. We are becoming from the children of the dunya, not from the children of the akhirat. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala save us. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us all the cognizance of understanding that constantly we will be making this choice of being from amongst the children of the dunya or the children of the akhirat. So this was the concern of Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam. Rabbana liyuqimu salah faj'al afidatam minan na Only must be people who establish salah amongst themselves. Faj'al afidatam minan nasi tahwi ilayhim. People must strong towards them. So they can become da'is towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So they can make other people establish salah. So they can make da'wah to give the people da'wah and lead them to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And not to say that because Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam's worry and concern was akhirat, that he was not worried about the dunya as well. But his dunya as well was not a direct concern that how they can become involved in dunya. They concern, his concern for their dunya, for their sustenance, for their rozi, was from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Allah subhanahu, and tells Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, وَرْزُقْهُمْ مِنَ الثَّمَرَاتِ لَعَلَّهُمْ يَشْكُرُونَ Not to say that there was no concern for dunya, yes they had to eat. But that became secondary and he asked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he didn't ask his children to get involved in dunya. That oh Allah, you should provide them from fruits so that they may be grateful towards you. Until today we find 
that despite no fruits growing in that area, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is accepting the dua of, of, of Ibrahim alayhi salatu until this day. That the fruits itself will not be growing in Makkah, Mukarramah, but their fruits from out, throughout the world found there. And the best, what is fruits from South Africa, which are not found in South Africa, will be found there better than this, better than what we eat. Subhanallah, the dua of Ibrahim alayhi salatu answered till today. My dear brothers, we also have to make that sacrifice. It is going to be a bit difficult. This maktab education, the maktab system that is found in South Africa, is such a system, alhamdulillah, that is duplicated throughout the world. You go to South America, you find the South African maktab system that is being inculcated. Allah Akbar, you go to Palestine as well. You'll find people that have come to South Africa, learned the maktab system and returned to their countries and inculcated within it. Intentions will be made. But with regards to our children for this year especially, let it be that we make an intention that the dini education must not be left behind. That we will enroll them in a maktab, not just enroll them, but like we place importance on them going to school, we'll be make, placing importance on them going to maktab. Mullah alhamdulillah is here. He will be able to assist inshallah with regards to the enrollment of the maktab in this, in this area. But let us make this intention inshallah that with regards to the dunya, dini education of our children, there must be no compromise. Just I will conclude inshallah on, a, on an incident of one of the senior alims of Durban. Who was called to a Christian school. He was part of a delegation that went to a Christian school to request them because there were so many Muslims in that Christian school to request them to allow an allotment for Jumu'ah Salah. This in itself raises some alarms that is only concern for Jumu'ah Salah. What about the other Zohar Salah during the day? Do we not have that concern? So our five times Salah, our Zohar Salah is also for us. Nevertheless, at least, alhamdulillah, there was concern for the Jumu'ah Salah. And this delegation went to the school. A few ulama went and they were they, to request a slot for Jumu'ah to be performed in the school. So whilst the meeting was, was going on, since the principal of the school, this Ali mentions that the principal of the school called me aside. And he asked me, that tells me, tells me that why do you all send your children to our schools? We, are, we know, make it no secret. It's not that we are neutral when it comes to religion. That we make it no secret that we are a Christian oriented school. That we begin the school with, with the, the morning with Christian, uh, Christian hymns. And throughout the day, what, wherever we can, we will inculcate some Christianic ideologies in the, in, in the curriculum. Some would say, some students will say that we will excuse ourselves from the certain Christian activities which they have the right to do so. But they, at some point of the day, they will be fed with some of what we will call Christianic propaganda. So he says that why we don't, you don't find us sending our children to your schools. But why are you all so persistent on sending your children to our schools? And then want to bring some of your religion into our schools. We will give permission. But what, why do you, if you're worried about the children's deen, that you'll want them to read Jumu'ah Salah, why are you sending them to our schools? So the alim says that he tried to give an answer. He says that no, after they're finished with your school, they do come, we have the maktab, uh, 
education. We have madrasa, as we call it, in the afternoon, where we instill within them the correct aqidah and the correct beliefs. So again, the, the principal asks him, gives him an answer. He says that after that, he had no answer. He says, firstly, I know that your afternoon classes are only two hours. Whilst we are drilling them, with, instilling within them whatever we want for seven, eight to nine hours. And not only that, we are very well aware that there are some extracurricular activities which are linked to the school. And because of that, the children do not leave school and to come to, to come to your madrasa in the afternoon. But yeah, they will stay within school. So even the two hours, they are not very uh, punctual with it as they are with regard to school. So the Ali mentions that when he said this, the, he, the only response he had was to keep quiet. My dear brothers, we are compromising deen for dunya when it comes to, especially when it comes to the maktab. One is we will we will we will enroll our child in the maktab, but at the drop of a hat, we will compromise that maktab the two hours, the meager two hours a day. It will be compromised for some extracurricular activity as well. So I'll conclude inshallah on this. When Ali mentions that he says that one day a parent sent him a message that my child will not come today because he's got swimming practice. Next day he says that the child's got cricket practice. That he says that another day the child doesn't come because he's got soccer practice. So he says after a while he become he loses a bit of patience and he gives the reply. He says on the, on the day of moth when you pass away and you're at your cover in your cover. And you now want someone to read by your side when you are drowning. You need someone that swimming practice is not going to help you save from the drowning. Don't expect your child to be batting all the du'as, but you'll be standing by your side, dribbling, not wondering what to, what to say. Alhamdulillah, he says that response brought some cognizance into the parent and he became more perpetual with regards to his maktab. Every one of us as well, with regards to this maktab education, let there not be any compromise. Uh, let us instill within us the importance of our, ourselves and within our children, the importance of attending this maktab during this year, enroll them within the maktab, no matter what, up to the age of 18, as long as they are going to school, they have the capability of going to maktab as well. Uh, please importance on this throughout the year, inshallah, and do not compromise with regards to it. You will find that difference not only within them, but for ourselves, when we pass on, inshallah, we'll have children, children, sons, daughters, will be making dua for us. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala understanding. Often.